Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. We are in episode two of our series on judging feedback and language. And I said we're going to pick back up talking about fullness versus flatness or full versus flat. Oftentimes, just to just to finish where we left off, when a judge says you need to come in drier, first of all, it, they may say, well, your glutes need to be a little drier or your low back needs to be a little drier. That, that's how you know it's literally body fat because you don't, you, you, if you're going to hold water, it's systemically. It, it's, a, a, it's a carbohydrate glycogen thing or it's a really bad sodium issue gone awry. But when we're talking about full versus flat, I think this is where a lot of people are shocked at how much different they can look. And whenever I do peaking presentations, workshops, and I have photos of clients and, and I'll show them photos, here they were when they woke up, here's after meal one, here's after meal two, here's after meal three, during the course of a contest day, it, it can look like somebody has gained 10 pounds of muscle. You know, even in their abs and their glutes and their hamstrings, they just get fuller. And as you said in the last episode, sharper because of that hydration. And there's no amount of carbohydrate that can do that safely. We, we need a certain amount of glycogen threshold, you know, in the muscle tissue, but then that's literally like having a sponge that can expand when that water is in there. And as you said, pushes against the fascial sheaths, creates more muscle separation. So again, just, just in, in terms of explaining how the judges may say this to a client, you know, you were, you weren't full enough or you were flat what what do you usually see in your own clients when a judge says that? Is there any merit to, to their assessment? I mean, this is one I always struggle with because uh, a great example of this, I, I had probably one of my smallest clients do nationals this year, and her feedback was to come in fuller. Well, we were as full as we could be. You know, I'm the one managing the peak, and I, I saw maximum fullness. I actually even experienced a little bit of spillover with this client where we had taken things too far. So I knew when I brought her in, we couldn't be <laughs> hardly any more grams of glycogen deeper into being fully filled out. And her feedback was more fullness. Well, you know, she actually was maximally full without spillover. So, you know, I don't expect the judges to know everyone's physique. Um, but the answer to that probably should have been more muscle because exactly. Exactly. we're just not going to get any fuller. And that's where things get kind of mis, misnumered um, pretty often. So, I mean, we're almost creating kind of a, a judging feedback lexicon. You know, when they say dry, they mean body fat. When they say you're too flat, you need more muscle because you're right. They, they can't know. The, the ins and outs, the day-to-day -day changes that you and a client knows. I mean, they're, they're literally looking at the pictures you present. They can't remember you from that contest versus another contest versus another contest, unless you've been competing for years and they know you on a personal level. And so they're just making these shotgun assessments. And, and I don't want to say they have no value because if you take this feedback comparatively, if they say you were too flat or you didn't have enough muscle, okay, I need more size. That's clear. Uh, if they say you weren't dry enough, or maybe they will be honest and say you just weren't lean enough. Okay. That's constructive, but we have to know in relationship to what they're describing it. Yeah, Absolutely. So when a, when a client of yours, um, you know, just, just day to day, let's say you're kind of going through peak week and you're managing day to day when you need to increase carbs or do something different. 
and, and you are trying to teach them, you know, here's what flat really is, or I need you to stay a little bit flat because here's where we're going to start increasing. Uh, do you find that clients still have problems understanding that in their own body or, or what's the best cueing you can do to teach them? I think if you show them photos, if they're truly interested, uh, I find a lot of clients, you get two different types of clients. You get ones that want to know everything and then you get others that are like, just tell me what to do. Um, and then I'll say there's an in-between where I, I'm amazed what some clients just can't see. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll see an amazing change and they they just have body dysmorphia and they're like, I, I look like crap and you gave me a sold and they look, you know, 10 times tighter than they did in the morning and they still don't see it. Um, that you know, it's really difficult, but I think the side-by-sides make a good difference. Um, actually, one thing that I think helps is showing them other people's photos if you get permission, because then they can take their own um, maybe insecurities or um, their own judgment out. Um, they can they can usually look at somebody else's physique more positively than their own. It's funny you say that because I was going to use that as an example. I'll save it for the next episode, but but we're going to talk about conditioning in episode three, guys. So stay tuned and we, we'll see you next time in Contest Prep University.